Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. My enemies call me no more. They came from the water. He has superhuman strength. I need to know if Wakanda is an ally or an enemy. You can come and find out. Let our gracious response to this incursion be an olive branch. Further attempts on our resources will be considered an act of aggression and met with a much steeper response. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf and I have with me everybody. I have with me Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. New Jake. Hi, everybody. And Johnny Boy. John. Hey, hey, everybody. And uh, today we're doing the spoiler cast for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, now, John and, and Jacob, we haven't had a chance to hear your thoughts on it. So, uh, Jacob, I'll let you do your spoiler-free thoughts on it, and then we'll let John talk about it, and then we'll do a little break and go into the spoilers. So, John, uh, Jacob, what's your thoughts? It's it's a, a more serious Aquaman movie. <laughs> that, that's about it. <laughs> it was okay. It, it was, I guess, as an actual movie, it was better than Black Panther. Kind of controversial thought for me, at least. But, you know, the cultural impact is way lesser. Except for the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace. But it was an okay movie. And the 3D aspect? Disappointing. <laughs> Super disappointing. So what scores would you give both the 3D and uh, the movie itself? <sighs> the movie, I've been kind of hovering between a 6 and a 7. The 3D is just good. So I'll say a 6 for the movie. All right, John? Yeah, I um, I was... <laughs> it was a huge mixture for me because there were parts of it I really enjoyed and other parts... I kind of wanted to bash my head into the wall. I was so frustrated with things, which we can get into that with the spoiler stuff. But um, yeah. it it was rightfully kind of a, a downer, given the situation they were in with the passing of, of of their main character. So they had to establish that. But you didn't leave the movie excited, or at least I didn't. Um, I'd give the yeah. movie maybe a, a six and a half. Um, I saw it in IMAX 3D. And... It was it was much too dark, um, unfortunately, and maybe some of that was the projection where I was too. So, I, I would give it a, a an okay to average for the 3D, um, but unfortunately, uh, as we were talking uh, before the recording, there were trailers before it that that showed you what 3D can really do, and and Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is not it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just by circumstance that it was Avatar 2 and, you know, the new trailer. And it also has a lot of water, just like this movie. And yep. you, you can't compare them together because it's not comparison. It's not, it's, no. it's like comparing Coca-Cola with uh, diet, caffeine-free Walmart brand. It's like, no, it's not the same. No, and, the, and you know, the Avatar stuff is, is intentionally, you know, it's bright and fluorescent colors and stuff. Um, which obviously helps the the, the rendering of 3D, where uh, Black Panther is much more dark, um, yeah. you know, and it just doesn't play. That doesn't lend itself to be better for 3D, unfortunately. Uh, and 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 Jake's comparison to Aquaman is the same way. Aquaman is much more bright, um, yeah. po- pops off the screen more than than uh, Black Panther does. Yeah. So it it wasn't a bad movie, but it was. Um, a downer in comparison when I first saw that first trailer. Yeah. Uh, I remember that, that first trailer, we were all, we talked about it on here. We were kind of all blown through the roof with that thing. And then after seeing the movie, I was like, oh, man, there's this people put the trailer together. Are really good. That's what I thought. Oh, it was so bloated. Oh, sorry. No, no. Um, it's fine. I, I was just thinking that me and classic Jake have kind of different opinions from y'all. Yeah. But oh. then- but, but your opinions are legit because I basically agree with them, just not to the extent. But then again, uh, the Batman, we had differing opinions as well. 
That's fine. Sure. Yeah. You know, we're respectful. Uh, we're yeah, we're adults. We could. Well, hey, if we if we all agree, it'd be a pretty boring podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just don't fight over this crap. Not that important. We're civil yeah. and decent and uh, respect one another. It's crazy. <laughs> Do we, though? <laughs> um, we basically agree with your 3D, too. It's, it's so unfortunate. I really, really wanted to like the 3D so much more than it was. Yeah, th- th- there were a couple moments, but there were not enough to give it a good 3D review in my book. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then there was just a lot of unfortunate stuff because there was one battle scene where Thor is coming at, towards the screen, feet first, and that should have been a beautiful pop out. Yeah, like, whoever rendered yeah. cut the cut the depth sh- short by like several feet, and it just stopped. And I'm like going, no, 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 and there was lots of that. It was very frustrating. Now, what would have been really helpful is if they would have kept Namor's bulge in the movie and it come out at you. That would have been helpful. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll have to take a break there for and come back for a spoilers. All right, so um, I mentioned this in my review. There's two questions that really, really bugged me, and they were not answered, and they were just glossed over, and it really, really pissed me off. And question number one is, what the hell killed Black Panther? We don't know anything. You're just knowing at the end where where she's trying to save her brother, but we don't know what the hell happened, and that's bullshit. (laughs) Movie cancer. No, it, it just. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, my daughter and I talked about that too in the drive home, and I think that was just them trying to re- be respectful of, of him, you know. I get uh, it, but they have to explain something. No, uh, maybe they'll do it in a movie or TV show in the future, but this was the time and, and place for it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of a missed opportunity, isn't it, to show the the humanity in our heroes? Um, yeah, that they're not. Um, you know, they're not, uh, they're not invincible. Right. Right. Even to, to things that the average person too. So, and, but I don't know, maybe they view that as, as a weakness that they, they want these people to be, uh, everything we can't be. So I, I don't know, but I, I, I kind of wrote it off in my mind is like, okay, they're not telling us cause of out of respect and I just gotta, just yeah. gotta deal with it. Yeah. They were having to make these decisions literally days after Hadwick Boswin's right uh, passing, so emotions were fraught. I mean, because I mean, the rational thing to do was to recast. But when you have when you're making decisions, literally many hours after somebody's death has been happened, emotions are raw. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know you make these decisions, and then you got years to think about it because that's the nature of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So they were locked into a course that they probably realized was not the best option, but were locked in anyway. Yeah, I mean, we're Monday morning quarterbacking years after it's been made or written or or the moment happened in that decision. You're right. Now, uh, I mentioned before with uh, Classic Jake that I think a a perfectly in-canon way to explain it is that maybe he got hurt, T'Challa got hurt in Endgame, we just didn't see it on screen. And that injury we get to see, you know, maybe that happened and it hurt him and he couldn't recover. And that could be a retcon way of explaining it, that it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. we just didn't see it. And, and, you know, there's a lot of things going on in Endgame, so that's totally explainable that maybe he got hurt in that fight. That's just an easy way to explain it. Yeah, yeah you can, and they could technically they could probably still do that down the road if they wanted to. Yeah, what if, what if the blip had affected them somehow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in Secret Wars, they could talk about it, or one of these other movies, they could. Yeah. I mean, I, I would I would bet that Endgame, and maybe it's maybe it's been said somewhere I haven't read it, but you know his his health had deteriorated so much. I think that's why you saw so little of him in Endgame at the end. Because yeah. if you watch that now, he looks so skinny. You know, and that that's all because of the, the cancer at the time. Yeah, that's sad. 
Yeah, we mm-hmm. had no idea when that was recorded and, um, you know. Broke. Right, yeah. So it's interesting to, to look back. But that that could have been a way. Maybe they could have retconned it and said that, you know, he did come back, but then the, you know, the flower didn't come back with him and it made him weak or something. Because that's a whole big plot of this, this you know, making the plant come back after it's gone. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there could have been some explaining and that really bugged me that they didn't just say what happened. They just said, oh, he had a heart attack or he had some heart problems or something. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if Letitia Wright had any say in the story, it would be that vaccines killed him. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Sorry to be bleak, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, now we understand. COVID vaccine did it. <laughs> now we understand why she couldn't be written out of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the other question I had was, where the hell was Namor during Endgame and everything else happening? They could have explained, okay, maybe Namor was just not wanting to be part of Earth. And then you know, they had an earthquake they mentioned in the ocean in Endgame, which we haven't seen what the result of that happened to be. So that could have been a way of like, oh, yeah, that earthquake opened up the portal. And it, it, there's so much missed opportunity there with that, too. Like, why has Namor been completely absent to everything in the world? Well, I mean, I think that's ch- chosen isolation, kind of like uh, what Donald Trump wanted to do. Just like we don't want to be involved in the world; we just want to do us. So, yeah, and more to do with the rights with Universal than anything. Yeah, because they completely rewrote Namor from the ground up. Yeah. In fact, if you noticed, they even pronounce his name like three different ways in the movie. The Namor, Namor, and uh, what was the third one? Uh, Namor? I can't, yeah. I can't remember. Everybody was <laughs> all place pronouncing his name. I, I was like going, this is going to be a really good drinking game when this hits home. There will be a lot of death. <laughs> no, but I'm, I really liked the character. I liked all the changes. I mean, oh, yeah. they, I mean, they thought it out. They didn't just what they didn't decide like, oh, we need a Hispanic character. Just I mean, they just built him up from the ground floor up, which makes sense because um, the character's um, copyright is really shaky at best. Yeah, you can't use Atlantis. So you had to use Kukulkan and all that stuff. Yeah, well, when Bill Everett sold the sold the creation. To Marvel, he had already published it. Right. So Marvel doesn't really have that strong of a claim on it. Right. And the only reason they've been able to use it really is because his family is Everett is from a real wealthy family, and comic books are beneath them. But now <laughs> that he's in a a franchise that's first movie made a billion dollars, they may cons- they may think differently. Yeah. But they couldn't challenge this because it's just, he's completely different. Mm-hmm. Now, I do like that Namor is, I guess, technically not Hispanic because he's not Spanish origin. I mean, he was a Mayan origin. or uh, yeah. um, But I like that. And I like that we actually saw how cruel the Spaniards were because they definitely were very cruel. <laughs> um, yeah. it, you know, definitely wasn't just a white man or, you know, it was definitely different kinds of white men <laughs> and white people that were having slaves back then. So, yeah, th- th- there's a long history of, of horrific things the Spanish did and the English yeah. did in the colonies. Yeah, that scene in particular made me think of Eternals whenever, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, all the colonization and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Kind of ties into that. I wish they would have brought some Eternals in for that yeah. theme, but yeah, into this, and they should have at least had a reference to Namor uh, in um, Eternals too. That would have been nice. Yeah. Well, well, even even the blip, they didn't really address that the same way they have in the other Marvel movies, have they? No, not no. It's like it didn't happen in this movie. Well, the, I thought the only the, like the reference was about. The kid and then and and her leaving and then having his kid, which I assumed was over that time, but they didn't say it was that. Yeah. So, yeah. is that how you guys took that too? It was either that or I don't know, like because they said it was it's been six years, and I'm like that makes no sense because the movie came out four years ago. 
but it depends on where Black Panther falls on the timeline. So I don't was know. Wasn't that the duration of the blip, though? Yeah. Five or six years, yeah. The timeline is just so skewed. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man kind of ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Well, COVID screwed everything up with the timeline, I think. Yeah. Oh, it screwed up everything. This movie had so much stuff jammed into it. You could tell a lot of it was from other movies. They got mm-hmm. rolling. I mean, they had two subplots in this movie that could have been plugged into almost any other Marvel movie. Yeah, and but, I go on record saying the one subplot I completely hate, 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 hate. Uh, is it the, the the oh God, Julia Louise Dreyfus' character? Uh, no, it actually wasn't that, although I wish they would get somewhere with that, because her just showing up every once in a while is is dragging out. And, no, and, I, her, and her being married to the the Martin Sheen or whatever yeah, the sh- that was weird. No, Michael I the whole the whole Ironheart uh, yeah sub know. subplot the girl in in college and stuff. Oh, I, I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> she just seemed shoehorned into the show or into the movie because yeah. we got a show. We need a character in the movie. I, Go. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was terrible. I, I thought the whole. Hey, here's a kid from you know the inner city. We're going to put her MIT like out of water. Like, oh, it was just so cliched. They could skip that whole thing, and it doesn't. It barely changes anything for the movie. And it yeah, completely add anything. The other thing it does is it completely makes Tony Stark not that smart anymore. Like he was yeah. able to make all the Iron Man stuff. The only person in the world that can do it. We sat through movie Iron Man two where a guy couldn't do it. And now some kid can just do it from scratch the same way. And if if they if they can do all this stuff three D printers, why is she using welding torches? Oh, I hated it. Hated it. Hated it. So I I understand. Um, I do like her character though. I do think she was cool and she you know had a contrast with the Wakandan people and and but fit into. I liked her. They they didn't use her enough, and they didn't use her in the right way though. I feel. Yeah, I, I did. I thought they were trying to force the character for Disney Plus and force humor. Yes, that was that was poorly done. When there were serious moments, most of them with a- Angela Bassett in that movie, that were just stunningly good to me. Oh, yeah. um, you know when when she took the general stuff away, that was. I mean, that seemed like gave me chills. Um, yeah, when she's screaming at her about how much she lost and stuff. I was like, wow, this is powerful stuff. Yeah, Angela Bassett is awesome in this. Oh my gosh, she's so, so good. So yeah. good. Um, and I, I thought that other stuff was just like, what movie are we in? That That's stuff for an Ant-Man movie. or uh, it, Yeah, I just, it was too much. I just didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like they dropped a plot armor wars into this. Right, yeah, yeah. It's just, you don't have to do, I just don't think you need to do that. I, You know, even I, mean, I didn't watch She-Hulk, but um, you know, even not like Mo- no, I guess not. But like, I watched <laughs> Moon Knight. I really enjoyed Moon Knight. Well, that there's nothing in there's no movies that have drops of Moon Knight. Like, you can present a character and, and make it work. You don't need to to drop it in these other movies. Uh, it's it just, I don't know. It just, I'm starting to get burnt out with comic book movies. Maybe that's probably my problem with some uh, some of the MCU now but but phase 4 is also just kind of been a huge letdown. I mean it's all over the place and they haven't yes. really connected the dots that well. Yeah. I mean we we're still talking about the blip and we still don't know everything that happened in those 5 years and we still don't and then apparently you know now they're worrying about Wakanda not having a leader. Well Wakanda didn't have a leader for 5 years. So <laughs> what happened at yeah. that time? So we're we're yeah. still we have a lot of stuff that hasn't been explained or poorly been explained and um i don't know if they're ever going to if they're just going to move on and let's go with uh, kang and don't worry about what happened in those five years which is frustrating but it's also you know part of the business they want to keep going they don't want to like linger on forever but i mean there's so much there so much rich information there that could be shared with the audience even in just tv shows explaining what happened um in during the blip it's you know it could be so much there yeah i yeah. want have more explanation of why uh, Shuri decided that her and uh, Mbaku were going to kind of split. She would be Panther and he would rule. Right. 
And, and even that wasn't overly clear that he was, he said about the challenge, but other than that, you, you kind of weren't a hundred percent sure if that's what that meant or not. Yeah. yeah. I'm just assuming it was me too. Yeah. I mean, for a long movie, it left a lot of stuff unexplained. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we had to get Ironheart into the MCU. Uh, Jake, don't get, Jake, don't get me started. <laughs> At the end, it's like, oh, you got to give the suit back. And I'm like going, then why in the hell was she in the movie in the first place? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah right. And that, that made it even worse. That was, that made it clearly, Hey, we're just going to show this person. So when there's a Disney plus show in a year, you know who it is. I was just like, Oh, it, it, to sell more toys. Yeah. Subscri- oh, I don't know. <laughs> Subscribe to Disney plus for the future Ironheart show. Great. <laughs> now, what did you guys think of Namor himself? I really like him a lot. Yeah. I like how he's like a rich layered complex villain in quotes. He's just a, a man trying to protect. Yeah. His I, I liked it. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm more probably, uh, you know, I kind of grew up with him like classic Jake did in comics, but um, I had no problem with them changing uh, his history. I thought that was well done. I thought how they explained it was good. I thought the only ball they kind of dropped was, you know, they dropped the word mutant, which is a big deal because they can never say that before. Um, yeah. But I know, uh, you know, I've read some stuff for people, you know, they understood how he could breathe underwater and stuff like that. But they're like, what are the wings on the ankles? Like, why would he, <laughs> why would he have those? And I, yeah. I like my daughter said that I'm like, eh, I really can't answer that. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm <laughs> not sure why those wing ankle things. Uh, I just laughed really hard. Like I kind of have a feeling I know what they're trying to do. It kind of seems like it stems from like almost Greek or Roman mythology, but not quite. <laughs> yeah. I, I give them credit for, I mean, holding on and not cause they could have easily dropped that and people probably yes. wouldn't have said much. So I give them credit for keeping that to the character, but yeah. I, you know, is that groundwork for when they bring the X Men out? And I would, yeah. a- Angel being a big character down the road. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of got a. Uh, this seems kind of like a small stretch, but whenever I heard the word mutant, I'm like, oh my god, they're going to introduce Storm in this movie because you know she's from Africa. That would have been cool. In Africa. I was like, ooh, are they going to introduce Storm? Which I know that wasn't going to happen, but like, what if they did? <laughs> That would have been a much better subplot than Ironheart. Yeah, you know, I mean, but what do I know? I'm just a fan. <laughs> now, um, I was confused a little bit about why some of the people were blue and some of them were not. Is it just because they're the first generation that ate it and the second generation? But I guess they live like five, seven hundred years or something. So how old are these people? Um, and are the second generation not blue, but Namor is? I was kind of confused by that. I don't know. I, I also think it's kind of programming from Disney to like, you got to remind people of Avatar 2, so got to make these, some of these people blue. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think your confusion is justified because I think it was just confusing. You know, yeah. is, did it have to do with being in and out of water? Um I don't know, and there there were some scenes like the the uh, the one good thing about that that subplot to Boston was when they fought them like on the highway. Um, the general, I, I forget all the names. The general fought um, the main guy, uh, Altuna or whatever his name is. Like I don't, I thought that scene was really good. Yeah, but I don't know why his skin color was one color, not the other, compared to Namor. I don't know. Yeah. Also, didn't know. Uh, we know Namor's uh, long lived; uh, that he's been around hundreds of years, and they worship him as the feather serpent god. He, you know, has wings. Yeah, uh, but we don't know if any of the other people how old they are. Are they? Do they live hundreds of years? Do they live dozens of years? We don't know. That was not explained. Yeah. Yeah, and that society underwater is kind of confusing. It's like, so is it just the town that went there? Or was it like thousands of people? Because it looked like just like a town that survived the smallpox. But like, you know, to have a thriving underground environment, they need to have thousands of people. So that was kind of doesn't make any sense. What if the smallpox played a part in their blue skin? I know that sounds far-fetched, but what if it did? Well, maybe, yeah. Sure, I'm fine with that. <laughs> the 
the other well, thing that bothered bothered me about the city was, you know, they they when Namor took uh, Shuri down there, you know, it was a very drawn out scene. I don't know what the time frame was, but it was very drawn out, complex to get in there. And then about you know half hour later, um, T'Challa's uh, girlfriend, I, I can't remember the character name. She she goes down there by herself and gets in in like two minutes. Like, how did she get in there? Why was it so easy for her to break in? Oh yeah, she didn't get into the the waterfront like the you know the turtles in Finding Nemo. <laughs> no, right? Like like how how did she know where and how to do all that? Uh, science. <laughs> <laughs> Movie's got a movie. Yeah. I guess so. You, it's got to move forward in the plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that that bothered me too. Yeah. All right. Um. So, what other big things here? Um. We do get like more about the UN and and how they're not happy about not sharing the resources and all that, which it, it works. I, I think it makes some kind of sense into that mm-hmm. degree. Yeah. Um, uh, the uh, the whole Everett Ross subplot was just not needed. He didn't play into anything really. Yeah, that was disappointing. I felt that that subplot was put in this movie because he was in the previous movie. He should have yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah I, that would have made more sense. Yeah, agreed. And I, I thought that, but then I also wondered, okay, is is he going to be in uh, Thunderbolts as well and have a play in that maybe? So maybe this was a, between that and, and Julie Louise Dreyfus, maybe that was setting up for that. Mm-hmm. Now, I think uh, this is a movie that should have worked as like, it should have been a TV series because it, it would have had more time to flesh out everything. It, it should have been a six part miniseries and it still could have been called Black Panther Wakanda forever, but it should have been like six one hour episodes. It could have had more depth. That's just mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And we could have caught up with a uh, Bucky. Yeah. Stayed in Wakanda for a long time. Yeah. Now, yeah. One thing. I is, mean, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, th- I think what, you know, I think we all see it, but really where it's at is, you know, the first phase or two of Marvel setting up for the next movie or movie down the line was just really the end credit scene. It wasn't all through the movie. And yeah. now all now all of their movies, they're trying to have a movie plus setting up future movies within that movie. And, and you just don't have the time or the ability to do it. Uh, it's just it's just too much. Where in those first phases, it was all right. We're gonna have two two tags at the end that'll set up. You know, Nick Fury will come and talk about the Avengers for thirty seconds, or you know, this or that. Well, now we're taking you know half a movie within that, trying to drop plot points for things that won't happen for two years. It's just it's just too much. It's too messy. Yeah. And the whole invasion of Wakanda. I thought it was a landlocked country, so that was like, wait, they have a beach now? Okay, cool. And then, <laughs> um, okay, they attacked, and looks like Namor kicked ass. And then he was like, "All right, I'll be back in a week." And it's like, what? What? Why? You're already winning. Yeah, it's like, why let them regroup? And then Wakanda went on the water, which they lost home field advantage. And I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> that whole third act was just rushed. And it felt like Eternals 2.0 because of the scene on the beach. Now, so Shuri is, is fine. You know, she got impaled, and I guess yeah. Suit's going to, you know, take care of that and, and she, her herb power or something or other. Because, yeah, most of the time, most people would die from that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if they were in the water so much, why couldn't they have uh, fought on us on the Celestial? That would have been so awesome. Yeah, that yeah, would have been cool. Yeah. If you just have yeah. it in the backyard, yeah. That would yeah, be a like, good tie-in. Because, like, if they're on the ocean, like, they could have went over to the Indian Ocean. They could have been on the celestial being that was partially in the ocean and tie in Eternals, whoever would want to do that. Oh, that would have been badass, yeah. Yeah, pack yeah. Them, I did write this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the thing's going to stop no more, it would be that the Earth opened, the Earth opened up. And some asshole came out messing up his ocean. Yeah, but you know we're all connected somehow. But that, except for that, that movie and this movie and that movie and this movie and this TV show and that TV show. So it's just kind of like, okay, 
I guess eventually they'll connect them somehow. But a kinda. lot of the pandemic it screwed everything up. But I, I just don't blame the pandemic. I'm just starting to blame it's Disney all, slash Marvel is getting more greedy. Mm-hmm. And also, if can't produce this much material, can't oversee it all. No, right. right. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And his number t- and the guy he picked for number two is now running DC. Yeah. Well. And you know what? I, I give I, I give uh, Star Wars a lot of credit because they were heading down the same path and th- they kind of put the brakes on it and stopped it where they they were trying to crank out so much so fast it was getting bad. And they finally said, all right, nope, we're going to pull back. But I think uh, that was due to the financial performance of Solo and Rise of Skywalker. Well, it, I mean, and they still made t- money with it, but yeah, it, it yeah. was, but at the same time, it was, uh, I mean, the quality issue. Now I, I personally really like solo. Um, I don't think it's as bad as, as the rep it gets, but, uh, but at least they, they, they slowed things down a little bit and got some quality control, uh, with their product. Cause I mean, I don't know if you guys are watching Andor. Andor is really good. Um, I think Mandalorian is good, but it just seems like Marvel is just cranking out too much, too much product. There's not enough oversight. I can't yeah, give it up on Star Wars after seven, after nine, I guess. I just, yes, yeah, same. I just, I'm like, uh, through with Star Wars for a bit. Guys, I'm telling you, Andor is not Star It's, it's so good. It's, it's not lightsaber or blaster Star Wars. It's just not. Oh, that's really good. good. I don't know. It's just, I, I needed a break from Star Wars and I'm almost saying I need a break from, not just MCU, but kind of comic book movies in general. I'm just starting to get burned out. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. like, I, I, oh, sorry, you go ahead. No, I just, I mean, I, I, my break is, is really with Disney Plus for a lot of stuff. That's why, I like, She-Hawk, I didn't watch. Um, yeah. Yeah, what after was the Falcon, one? I, I just gave up for a bit. Yeah, I liked, I watched Moon Knight because I like that character, and, and I love Oscar Isaacs. And I thought Moon Knight was really good. I enjoyed it. Um but there's uh, there's too much right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so much content, so little time. But like, I think they really need a split. Uh, like, okay, because I, I keep noticing this name in the in the producer credits on Marvel. It's, her name is Victoria Alonso. What if mm-hmm. they gave her the keys to the TV stuff and be like, okay, you be the head of the Marvel TV stuff, or maybe Kevin Feige wants to do TV and she, she can handle the reins, but. Because yeah, he's just he's splitting himself. He's spreading himself too thin here. He's like, yeah, I'm do it. I'm too busy. <laughs> so um, I guess more focusing back on the movie. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of Michael B. Jordan being back here? That was good. I I miss yeah. Killmonger. Yeah, it made sense. They explained mm-hmm. why she would see him and not T'Challa. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good too. I didn't expect. I didn't expect it. To be honest with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When this movie was good, it was really, really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. When it was bad, it was really bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the correlations they were making with with Shuri, with Shuri being like him, uh, all the loss, uh, the vengefulness. I thought that stuff that that stuff was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. Little... Ang- Go ahead. No, I just say the the two scenes that that I thought with Angela Bassett that were great. The one we talked about was um, after after she uh, Sherry got taken, and then and, and she um, basically fired the general. But the other scene at the beginning too, where she was at, at that UN meeting and she had the that uh, special ops team brought in and that speech she gave. I thought that was excellent as well. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. she's wonderful here. Yeah, she's, I'm kind of surprised. That they didn't give, like, they didn't take revenge on the France representative. They could have just arrested her or something for her plan, but. Yeah. That will be in Secret Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, she's going to have her own TV show now, that French lady. Mm-hmm, yeah. Her, uh, <laughs> uh, with the Y, but not where you expect. Yeah. You didn't see She-Hulk, so you won't catch that. But, yeah, they're, they're talking about, they're talking about giving her a show and i'm like why who that uh, Madi- madison madison a why but not where you expect that's uh. how she introduces herself huh 
She kind of mm-hmm. is like uh, Snooky from J- Jersey Shore as a Marvel character kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, please, be uh, please be a scroll, please be a scroll, please be a scroll. I don't hear anything Jersey Shore associated with Marvel. <laughs> I don't, don't want to think about that. For for yeah. this purpose, for She-Hulk, it worked. But mm-hmm. I could understand how it could not look like it worked, but it definitely worked for me in She-Hulk. Yeah, She-Hulk is kind of it's kind of in the Ally McBeal uh, area. It's yeah, it's superhero version of Ally McBeal. Okay, uh, yeah, I got you. She-Hulk, She-Hulk makes me think of that little uh, episode, early episode of Futurama of single female lawyer. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> So, um, the fight with Namor where he was getting dried out, I was like, damn, that was actually really tough. And I was like, oh, crap, he's actually going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think if if I wasn't distracted by how she got stabbed and was okay, <laughs> the scene would have been better. Yeah. So, um, I guess Namor, people know that he exists now, or, or is it that just the audience knows that he exists, or does the government know like is there anyone that had cameras that showed these white uh, blue people or is that just contained we don't know that yeah we don't know that either it it just seems like it's probably going to be explained in either black panther 3 or something later maybe thunderheart i don't know now a weird thing um you know the black panther talks a lot about um visions of uh you know the afterlife and such and now that we have a little more time in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The afterlife is really weird. And, um, you know, Moon Knight kind of shattered some of that. And we have some stuff with, like, okay, they're dead, but they're not really dead. Like, you know, in Thor, Love and Thunder. And it's just kind of in a weird spot where they kind of had to, like, make this a final, final thing. Because they don't have the option not to and they didn't want to recast. So that's kind of a, one of those things where they've been kind of cheap with death and now they can't, you know. Because I imagine that some way, somehow, we're going to have uh, Iron Man come back in the MCU. It's not going to be like forever role, but it'll be like another universe's version or, or whatever, you know. Yeah, probably Secret Wars. And oh God, uh, the rumor mill on all these Marvel plans... Just ignore ninety percent of it because fanboys yeah. speculating, and they're going to, and everybody's working themselves up into a fever, and they're going to be. Mephisto is going to come in this one, right? Yeah. Well, they're they're saying <laughs> wild stuff, and people are going to be disappointed, like they were with um, uh, Multiverse of Madness, because they're going to hype themselves up to believing that Marvel's going to make a billion, spend a billion dollars on a movie. Yeah. And. Uh, and then gonna, I mean, we're already going to probably be disappointed because it seems like the train is coming off the rails. Yeah. Why uh, add to it? I kind of would like it if, you know, the King Dynasty and the other Avengers movie, it, they could use that as like a reset point and just like, okay, that's it. That's the multiverse universe is, just, you know, crashed and, and all kind of that's a good way to stop it and just all right, we can take a breath and have 10 years without movies and, and you know, that because it's going to be a big universal, multiversal thing with multiple characters from different universes fighting one another and all that. So it's kinda, I don't know how you could beat that. Uh, Exiles, have you ever read that? I know of it, but I've never read it, no. Yeah, imagine kind of the X-Men mixed with, um, God, what's that one that Jerry, the name of it is... God, I can't believe it because I watched it a lot. We were talking about it the other day, um, Adolf. Oh, I don't remember. Um, It was a time jumping. It wasn't Quantum Leap. It was the other one that was really good. With Jerry McDonald. Sliders. Sliders, yeah. Yeah, Sliders. That's what X-Files is like. You got um, universes bouncing around time legends of tomorrow pretty much um was it except with dc characters Hmm. you know it was freewheeling it was fun uh it was one of the best x books now uh kind of going on to the the 3d aspect of this more so 
Yeah, we did have a lot of really cool shots, and I, I gotta give them credit. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, when a beginning of the funeral march. You know, the, you had the camera go down, and you're like looking down on them, and that looks great. That looks really cool. Yeah, that's why yeah. they did the trailer. Mm. I kind of wish they would have explained it. I mean, I assume as much, but I know it kind of is similar to um, how um, New Orleans funerals are happy. But like, it, it just kind of felt weird for us, for me as a Westerner, and we're like, yeah, funeral is supposed to be sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got plenty of times with the spears popping out of the th- of the uh, um, the screen. Um, I don't know about y'all, but that definitely happened for me all the time when they had their spears. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember some of that too. Yep, it just yeah, it didn't penetrate fine. enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were enough spears popping out for me to give this a good rating. Yet, yet still, I wanted Namor's bulge right there in my face, but it <laughs> didn't happen. I at least wanted those wings fluttering in my face. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Because that one foot shot when he was coming, I was like going, "I'm going to get wings in my face." No, I did not, and I was very disappointed. <laughs> now there was some cool slow mo, but then some of the shots were like awesome, and some of them were like awful. And I was like, seriously, if you could just had the angle off a little bit or change the camera a little bit, you would have a great yeah. shot here, and you just ruined it. Yeah, I think the three D was more of an afterthought. Uh, yeah, you could see that Ryan Coogler wasn't experienced with working in three D. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Which now, is a disappointment because he had some great shots and stuff. They just didn't work in 3D. Now, when they had the underwater where they're like looking for the drill, that was actually pretty cool in 3D. Even though it was dark, it still looked pretty cool. But it could have had more fishes in there and, and more water bubbles coming out, out. You know, it just, for what it was, it worked pretty well. It just, it could have, it was still dark. Yeah, I also thought a lot of the underwater stuff worked better in this than Aquaman. Yeah. There's like a scene where... um like you're just kind of in awe of it and like you're looking down and like it has a lot of great depth there because you can see down into the you know multiple layers of of depth that the water is in and it's like oh cool and like you did get some of the bubbles and and some of the fastness in the in there with um going into that um i guess um what is it called the the water tunnel or something i don't know yeah i don't know what it's called yeah i don't even know if they said what it was yeah, but yeah, I thought the same thing. Uh, somebody said earlier is like you know, finding Nemo with the uh, with the turtles. Yeah, and like the fight scene that was on the um, what is it called the the highway that was actually pretty cool on three D. That looked pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was a lot of dark though. Yeah, I think for me, and I don't know if it was I don't know if anybody else watched it in IMAX, but it seemed like everything that was brighter. Like the funeral scene and stuff, that 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 depth and stuff was was decent, was pretty good. In some cases, had some had some good pop, but anything that was darker, a lot of the underwater stuff, that stuff really suffered. Yeah, mostly yeah. did, or occasionally something backlit well enough that it made it pop a little, but a lot of it it wasn't backlit at all, and it was flat as a pancake. Yeah, that mm-hmm. whole scene, the action scene in Wakanda, looked pretty cool because that was actually in full daylight. Yeah, yeah, like when the water came in the city and stuff. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I just wanted it to look better than it was, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm watching this in, uh, you know, Supreme Theater. It's not, you know, not IMAX. I think it was EVX or whatever, and. I, I know I've been there before, and and you know we mentioned this again before the podcast, but we'll say it again. The uh, you know the fact that Avatar and the Way of Water trailer was before this, having so much water and so many cool three D scenes in that one trailer made it like oh my god, I, I can't wait to see this movie with with, and then you see this movie and you're like oh it's kind of meh. <laughs> yeah, no, it it really it really was a stark contrast in a negative way for Black Panther. Yes. You know. Yep. Um the not only the 3D but I think the the CGI imp- overall um it just really stood out. Now whether that's budget or time it, it, I don't, you know do we want to do we want to have to wait, you know, how, te- over a decade for it to be that good? I don't know. I don't know that I want to wait that long. It has to be that good, but well, they should they should do fewer movies. 
I mean, there's been so many reports of uh, special effects houses being worked to death and overworked. Yeah. At least the CGI in this movie is superior to the first one in every way. But yeah. that's that's true. Yeah. Really about it. Completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah, because that was de- first one was definitely rushed. Yeah, I rewatched uh, Black Panther in 3D before I went to to see the the new one, and man, that fight at the end. I mean, it's like watching PlayStation Two. It's and really the Rhino. Oh, the Rhino. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. Now I like forgot about um, T'Challa's girlfriend or, or whatever, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I, uh, oh yeah, I forgot about her. I forgot about like, a lot of these." Yeah, I think her name is. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh, she's an assassin. I didn't know that, but cool." And oh, they had a kid together on the beach. Okay, I was kind of expecting a little bit more from that post-credit scene, but I was like, "Okay, well, that's good to know, I guess." Yeah, yeah. And she's such a good actress too. I would have liked to see more of her. Yeah. Um, she should film. have been the new Black Panther. I did wonder for a little while if that's the direction it was going to go. Yeah, um, but I just—it's kind of wondering. Was like, okay, what are they going to do with this child, T'Challa? You know, is it—is it really going to take away from Shuri being Black Panther in the future? Is—is is, how is this going to work with um, Baku? Is he going to stop being king because there's a rightful heir? Uh, gets kind of hairy, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I figure he's going to become one of the young Avengers, probably. Now, does the the powers um, of the Black Panther, does that go through genetically? Like, does he have some enhanced abilities because his father was? I would I don't... say because T'Challa didn't have them in his no. Black yeah. Panther. I think it all comes from the plant. Yeah. Now, uh, and this is something that confused me. Okay, sure, reproduces the plant and 3D prints it. But then she plants some of the uh, other plant that the Atlanteans have. No, not the Atlanteans. Uh, I'm calling them Atlanteans because yeah, the- God, oh, my brain is fried. Uh, no, we know who you mean. Yeah, uh, but- Namor's people. Uh huh. Namor's yeah people. Okay, so the flower she's growing—that's that flower. Okay, so is the Black Panther now going to have aquatic powers? That's a good question. And can't they just print a whole bunch of it? I mean, and just give it to the entire fleet of the armed... <laughs> Why? Uh, yeah, N- Namor, they all took the flower. So why in the hell aren't all Wakandans now taking it? <laughs> yeah, how come right. all the Wakandans aren't Black Panther? Yeah, exactly. So you want our vibranium? Come and get it, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why would they even be worried, right? Yeah, exactly. There's 8 million Black Panthers here. <laughs> well, there, there's one of the things that I think jumps out where they where they got stuck with having to having to ret, retcon something because of of an untimely death. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you, you don't see anything about the plan probably if Bozeman's alive and does the sequel. Mm-hmm. But but they had to unfortunately they had to figure that out. Now, the director did say the, the movie was going to be about loss. It's just a different kind of loss. Um, and it was going to be about the five years missing, but they just didn't want to explain it. And so it the, it did get changed, but it's still the same kind of sentiment, the same kind of depressed sadness of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with it if they didn't try to ram stuff in it that takes away from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is really frustrating because, like I said, the good stuff in this is amazing. Yeah, that's why that that the whole Ironheart thing just uh, I'd still recommend going to see it. Don't get me wrong, but but it just really took away from that other powerful stuff. Yep, it almost seemed like Coogler didn't want to include it. It was just uh, Feige was like, it has to be in here. You're contractually obliged to put a commercial in here. Well, it just made it longer than it needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Not to ru- not to jump off topic, but did you guys see the running time for the Avatar sequel? Oh yeah, it's yep, three, three hours, hours and ten minutes. Holy featuring mackerel. Namor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, holy smokes! And I thought Black Panther seemed long, and that was what, like two forty? Yeah. yeah. If if it's well paced, I could sit through yeah. anything. Like Endgame was well paced. That's three hours long. Yeah, agreed. Our eyeballs are going to get massaged wearing 3D glasses that long. Yeah, well, that is part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Is there anything else you want to mention about Wakanda Forever? I I would just add, you know, we're you know we're certainly picking it apart, but it's definitely worth seeing. Um, I think it has enough strong moments that you don't want to miss it. So I don't want to give the wrong impression. Yeah. yeah. And the three D is good. Yeah. It's, has it? It's not as good as it's been in like. Like uh, Multiverse of Madness, I thought had better 3D than this. Yeah, it did. You're, I agree completely. It's it's worth it, but if you if you decide to go see it in 2D, I don't think you're going to miss that much. Right now, it, you know, definitely is good, and I I did struggle with what to give it. There was this one scene where Bassett was like talking to the audience, and she was like getting emotional and like. Oh, I could feel like she was right in front of me, and like that 3D was subtle, but like you could really tell that they really got her person there in 3D. You know what scene I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I do. So, which, I, which scene are you talking about? I think it's when she was doing her speech about um, how she lost everybody. I think it was. Oh, at the UN, yeah, sir. But yeah, no, you're no. That's where the one you're talking about. The one where she took the the she placed the blame on the general and stuff, and and took her oh, rank yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She she was incredible in that scene. So good. Uh, different scene than I was thinking of, but yeah, that was a really good scene. I still do love Namor here. I still love a lot of the the the, the deep elements with uh, with um, Shuri really being conflicted and wanting to destroy and wanting revenge. And it's like, yeah, I get it. I totally get that. And um, I, I still like a lot of it. Um, I was going back between an eight through a ten and. I did eventually give it a nine, but maybe I feel like I probably should have given it an eight instead. But yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's hard hey, it's, because it's, I really it's really enjoyed you, it. man. I know yeah, I really really, really enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. I guess my lowered expectations was was like, oh, cool! And I'm walking the theater. It's like I actually really happy. So it's kind of one of those things where maybe it, I don't know. I still really enjoyed it, and you know, sometimes you just have to sit with something, and you know, I can't sit with a movie for two weeks. I have to have to review ASAP. So, yeah, exactly. I'm in the same boat. I mean, I gave it a nine as well, uh, and that's because what was good in this movie was incredible. But there was, and I didn't want to dock the bad stuff that much because I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't think it belonged in this movie. Yeah, and the acting overall, love it. And I probably could have had such a negative reaction to Ironheart if she had been, if this had been, in, if this storyline had been in uh, Armor Wars or had been in the, you know, the Falcon yes. and the Soldier. Yes. Or appropriate. And then the whole Everett Ross thing. Okay, cool. Now we know what's going on with him, but I guess he's going to stay in Wakanda forever now because he can't leave. And they'll, they'll, uh, he'll escape eventually. Or they're going to use him uh, to go catch uh, Zemo or something. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, like I said, my final thoughts are it should have just been a miniseries. It had so much more room to breathe. Mm-hmm. They could have introduced uh, Ironheart. It would have been more interesting. Like the, the movies that they chose to be films, Eternals, this, shouldn't have been films. They should have been miniseries because they just stuffed so much. 10 pounds of story in a five pound bag. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I, I partially agree with that. I, I, I agree with it being too full. Uh, I'm glad it was a movie. I don't want, I'd rather not have uh, the main characters pushed to the sideline of Disney plus, but I would have rather just had a two, two hour, 20 minute film about the loss of a hero and the conflict that his sister's going to go through to take over that mantle and they could have, they could have still used Namor for that, but everything else that they were worried about tying the, the rest of the MCU in, I would have got rid of it all and just, and just focused on that world. And I think, yeah, I have a tighter movie and the, yeah, yeah. The world wanting vibranium and finding out about the heart shaped herb and right. trying to replicate it. Cause they can, they see it as instant super soldier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. I liked it. I, I didn't. I didn't think it was as great as a lot of people did. But yeah. the one thing that watching it again is really good about it, like there, there's characters from the MCU. You know, like like Claw is in there, but he, he you know, uh, he's not a main character, but he's not distracting. 
uh, it's really just all about Wakanda. You know, there's not all this other peripheral stuff on it. It's about that and its people. And I think that's where it was so powerful and good. They didn't get worried about those other things. And it stood on its own. Yeah. I think if they would have taken that route with this and and maybe Coogler wanted to, maybe he, maybe he, that was his movie and it, all this other stuff had to get edited in to, to please the powers that be. Um, And if that's true, that's, that's a real shame. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see it both ways because I feel like this is just a standalone sequel to the first one in some ways, but then like other things that happen we are not mentioned at all here. So it's like, okay, I don't know what happened after the blip. I don't know what happened if the, you know Namor was impacted by the Eternal coming out of the water. I don't know, you know, if T'Challa is having a um, after death experience, kind of like how. Moon Knight did, and you know all these things are, are supposed to be connected, but they're not connected. And I don't really see when does this take place because is this after Thor: Love and Thunder or is this before? It's just it's kind of hard, but it's like it's not quite connecting enough, and it's not it's too much there too. It's it's both the worst of both worlds, I guess. Hmm. Fair, yeah, yep. All right, uh, so I guess that's gonna be a wrap. Um, maybe I don't know. I have to watch it again before I really have to say if I want to change my score. But I did enjoy it when I left the theater, and I was happy overall. I did cry, and I did get invested and liked it more than I thought. So I guess for now, I'll stick with my nine. Maybe watching again will go down, but who knows? Uh, some movies you have to watch a couple of times before you really appreciate it, or or maybe you stop appreciating it after a couple of times because things change. Because, like, you know, some movies I used to love... Love, love, love. Um, what's that one with the people, the guy that that was in the future, um, but then it became reality um, by Mike Judge. Which is what's that movie? Uh, oh shoot, um, Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Yeah, I used to really like that, and then now I watch it, and it's like it's not funny anymore. It's just sad. Oh no, it's, <laughs> it's still hilarious. I love that. It's uh, it's become a documentary. Yeah, and it's just like it's not as good as it used to be because it's so relevant, and it's like no, this was kind of funny. So and some made it better because it's it really it's really spot on what's going on. So yeah, Jake. Now that you've had more time, do you think feel still feel like a nine for you, or do you think you probably should have gone lower, or do you want to rewatch it before you decide again? I don't know. I think I should go an eight. Uh, I don't think I'm as egregiously wrong as I was with Wonder Woman 84. That was my <laughs> reaction to the mass negativity that I didn't think was deserved. But this, I think, a reasonable score because I didn't take off enough for the, sh- the shortcomings of this movie. You do think this is better than Wonder Woman 1984, though, correct? Yes, oh, God. I hope so. Oh, yeah. God. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. What, what, what was your initial score for 84, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I think I gave it an 8. Wow. You are a kind soul. Uh, no, it's because I liked the subplot. I mean, the whole, the whole kind of Trump light story, but then I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, this is a Wonder Woman movie. Right. Yeah. I, He's like a background character in her own damn movie. <laughs> she was. Like uh, Captain Marvel. Like she was a background character. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right. John, any last sentiments you got on this? No, I think I, I, I uh, one of the things I love about being involved with this and is, is hearing everybody's opinions and thoughts. And uh, I still stick with my seven um, for it. Uh, but like you guys said, it. I need a second viewing that probably won't happen until it comes home for me on disc. Um, now hopefully, uh, I did gave my second viewing of, of Thor, uh, love and thunder. Um, and that didn't help that movie at all. So hopefully it'll help black (laughs) Panther some. Um, but, uh, but I did enjoy it. There are scenes that are arguably some of the best in MCU history. I would argue dramatic scenes, um, in yeah. this movie and visuals uh, like the funeral and stuff that are outstanding, but uh, too much, too much stuff in a bag. Uh, if they would have leaned it out a little bit. It, it could have been arguably one of the best, I think. And uh, yeah, they just need to trust us a little bit more. You know, you can give us a movie about loss. It doesn't have to 
to be all action all the time to to please us fans. I think. All right, Jacob. Uh, I still still stand with my. Uh, God, I really wish I could give a decimal score. I'll say like six or seven, but yeah, it's just overstuffed, little undercooked. It feels like Thanksgiving, but in some of the worst way. They're like the the highs are high, but the lows are really low. So I guess the next question is where, why, okay, how will we see Neymar come back? Because I don't see any reason for him to come back in any other project. Uh, well, Avengers. I, I want him to be involved with the Fantastic Four the way he's supposed to be. I, I would love to see him part of the Fantastic Four universe, like in the comic books and, and after Sue Storm. I mean, I maybe it's cliche because that was in the books for years, but I, I would just love that. I have a feeling they're probably going to make him part of the X-Men. Well, yeah. Or Cause, is Because they've recently, I mean, because a lot of guys were disappointed that there wasn't the Chadwick Boseman um, Namor fight. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, he's passed on. and But I, I thought they captured some of that going on in the comics when Namor became a complete total villain in the books. Yeah, well, and he was original Illuminati too, so that could be a direction they go. Mm-hmm. Now we're supposed to get What If season two sometime early next year. That'd be a fun mm-hmm. thing to put him in the stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he, I think he's very well cast. I like the guy who played him. I thought he oh. did a great job. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. It's because like, and I'm seeing the next stuff that's coming up, and uh, you know, Ant Man the Wasp. I don't think they're going to touch this at all. Um, Secret Invasion, maybe with Ross, but I don't know. More, it might be more with um, what, what's her name? Um, uh, forget the character's name. The purple hair. Val. Val. Yeah. So she's probably going to be a lot of Secret Invasion, but we don't know for sure. And Guardians Three, no way in hell is anything going to touch that. I mean, it's going to be on <laughs> totally on its own. I mean, maybe something from the holiday special. Maybe something is, is referenced. Maybe I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, do you, but, don't you think Guardians 3 is going to close the book on that part of the universe? Yeah. Char- maybe. Characters? I think it has to, right? Especially with Gunn over at DC now. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers. Unless, unless they get somebody else to direct like Sean Gunn, maybe. Yeah, they're probably reworking uh, it. Yeah, I think so they're already... I imagine um, Rocket's going to pass on because um, Bradley Cooper's got a production deal with Todd Phillips at uh, Warner Brothers. So he's probably, only reason he was there, because Gunn asked him to. So he's probably going to concentrate more on his deal at Warner's. Uh, so I don't know. Depends on what they do with Nova. I imagine that Guardians might actually be connected to the Marvels, but that's still a lot to connect because Marvels has the Miss Marvel TV show and Miss Miss Marvel. Miss and Mrs. Marvel. Ah! The Marvel. The Marvels. Yeah, so I don't know how Guardian's going to connect to anything else, but yeah, I think they're writing this movie to be the end of that chapter for that those characters. And, you know, of course, Echo is coming out apparently next summer, which I don't see that connecting to anything except for maybe Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, that, but, that'll okay. be a Daredevil tie, I think. So the, the real question with Black Panther, like, how does this seal off Phase 4 for you? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> same it's just it feels like it just ended and there's no proper resolution it feels like phase two all over again oh well, yeah. it ends I feel like it's part of phase four yeah it's just there <laughs> all right um well i guess that's that's kind of gonna be it because i don't really know anything else happening i mean 2023 we're already getting some delays of stuff so you know i'm not 100 percent sure how much of that's really gonna be happening um we'll see how how it works out but um i don't know how this is going to connect to the bigger marvel universe and how much we're going to get a lot of um explanation i don't know we shall see we shall see um i guess we'll definitely see more of ironheart in her show eventually um (laughs) next year i guess i guess maybe we'll have a connection to wakanda forever in there uh obviously she has to make a whole new suit again which is kind of you know i feel for her (laughs) but yeah whatever um we'll figure it out and i kind of do feel like like i said before like they should just uh wrap it up with uh the last avengers secret wars and um yeah 
because it's going to be hard once they reboot the whole universe or multiverse, you know, how to continue on. But I still really enjoyed this and I'm interested. Um, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp looks like a fun movie. So I dig it. Yeah, I'm looking. I am looking forward to that. I'm hoping the 3D is solid as well. And that I, I think it has a chance to be like Doctor Strange as far as 3D goes. Yeah, I, I just hope that it, it starts off Phase Five in a much more interesting light than Black Widow did. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess it's going to be it from us. Bye. See you, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. All right. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Mr. Bungle5, Kano3D, Gravity Head Zero, Alex Folk, and Kevin Winter for your financial support on Patreon.com. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye.